Welcome to the Digging Dexter podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. Hey, this is Colton. Um, and, oh. and this is Victor Miguel. And <laughs> I do know what hammer. <laughs> and I do know what hammer time is. I forgot about that. You gotta. We're Can we here restart, with, uh... please? <laughs> <laughs> now we gotta leave it in. Now, no. Now we have oh to leave God. it in. No. This yeah. is season six, episode one, <laughs> the return of the return of digging Dexter. Uh, like I said, I'm Victor. This is Colton, and we oh are we are back. Even though me and you never started, but the the Dexter podcast is back. We have a little bit of a reintroduction podcast that explains how we got here. Oh, actually. Uh, someone I was talking with on, she emailed me during, uh, uh, um, like six months ago talking about, she found Dexter, but she pointed out something that she, she, uh, she just listened to my podcast where I said the podcast is over and I want to play it here. Cause I actually think it's really funny. Let's see if this works. Oh. But also I kind of have to say goodbye to the podcast world. Um, but if you follow me on social media, great. I'll see you on there. Maybe if they do a Dexter reboot, maybe I'll hop back on. Uh, and now here we are. She pointed that out to me. And dude, I, I recorded that like what, three weeks ago? Bro, you you put that out in the universe and it September, listened. September 14th, about a month ago. And thank God she pointed that out. Like, you know, if they do a reboot. And I remember actually thinking like, yeah, if they do a reboot, I'll, they'll do it. And like, look, there's a reboot and... Here we're back with uh, season six. Uh, so shout out, shout out to Amy for uh, pointing that out for us. Um, so we're here with season six, and well, uh, one of the things too, uh, I think these episodes are going to end up being like forty minutes instead of the thirty minutes, but we'll try and figure that out. Oh, it's Wednesday. Sorry, <laughs> I was seeing I was seeing October fourteenth. If that was when you messaged me about this, I was like, that would be crazy if it was one month to the day. But it was oh it was it was one day less than a month. Sorry, I was totally <laughs> like I was in my own world right there, trying to connect the the pieces and stuff like that. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so season six. Uh, wait, first of all, I have a soundboard, so you guys are gonna have to deal with me trying to figure out. We're talking about season six, episode one. Those kinds of things. Mm. Um, you have, I guess let's get right into season six. Yeah. You mentioned that this is, was this your favorite season or, or just, or just that you like this season? Okay. So n- uh, not my favorite season. No. Um, favorite season of all time. I'm going to be the, um, I don't even know what the term is on it. Like I'm taking the safe answer season four. Okay. Trinity what? is absolutely my favorite season. Um, John Lithgow does an amazing job. The writing in it is amazing. Dexter, Michael C. Hall does an amazing job on it. It's so well put together. Uh, the way it ends, everything about it. There's minor things that I kind of wish hadn't happened, but over, overall, I will not nitpick this. Season four is the pinnacle of perfect Dexter um, TV show. Other than that, season one is like, if I was to rate season number four a 10, season one is a nine and a half. Okay, so season two, I don't, it's okay. Season three, I like, okay. But yeah, season four is there. Season five, I hated it. I hated season five. I could not stand it. Um, 
even rewatching it with your podcast, I was like, man, maybe maybe I'll I'll see some more stuff that I just you know have missed or something. I don't know what it is. It's something about that season just lacks. I just don't really care for it. So then, when I watched uh, season six, I like I said, I'm a huge uh, Tom Hanks fan. I love Tom Hanks. I mean, a lot of people love Tom Hanks, right? It's not that weird to say that. Um, but Colin Hanks, I actually really like Colin Hanks. Um, Orange County, I one of my favorite comedy movies. Colin Hanks is a really good actor, and I've always had this thing. I mentioned this on the other thing where on the uh, intro podcast where I always wanted to watch Tom Hanks play a bad guy because he's so nice and genuine. It would be great to see that Colin Hanks looks like Tom Hanks, so <laughs> I gotta watch this. I loved season six when it very first aired. Okay. It was like, it was right there with season one, season six and season one were neck and neck. And I actually, I really like Edward James almost. I think he's a great actor. So rewatching it now, I binged this. I got to season episode five. Uh, I was mentioning to you, I, I'm, and I, maybe I'm in the weird boat, so we'll see how it ends. Cause I do kind of remember, but I'm curious how that path goes so far. I really love it. <laughs> it's still such a great season. It's, it's one of those seasons. I think I was with you when it was airing. There, I mean, there, there's one point in the season that it's it's laughably bad. I remember liking it. Something I'm going to mention quite a few times. When this season aired, they absolutely... Everyone knew season five was somewhat of a letdown. Because season four... Uh, I, I mentioned this so many times. Season four was so high that when season five came, it was... They only had... Like, they could only go down. Like, season four was like pinnacle TV. Mm-hmm. And season five was never going to be able to match that. Everything regarding season six was the first like four episodes and maybe up to five. They absolutely draw you in with season one imagery. There's like they go they go back to kill of the week and I have it somewhere in my notes. And when we start talking about it, they even like use the songs and sounds from season one. I mean, they have the ice shark killer references even. Uh, yes, not, not in the first episode, but yes, no, 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 but later on. Yeah. But that's part of it. Like they are absolutely bringing it back, trying to draw you back in like, Hey, remember the Dexter you loved in season one? Like, well, he's back. Um, something I want to mention the season six trailer. Do you remember that? This is when I was full on board, crazy into Dexter. I, I don't want to, I, I don't, I, I probably do, but I, I'll say I don't. The season six trailer dropped. I remember at Comic-Con, I remember like fucking rewatch um refreshing the pages trying to get the trailer um and this season obviously has a religious tone to it it's yes. you know that sort of the idea is like what would dexter do a religion um the trailer is they use marilyn manson the pesh mode cover of our personal jesus it's such a good trailer and, and and i'm not saying this to like placate to like our listeners I legit watch that trailer every once in a while because it's so good. There's so much like Dexter is it. back and there's no Rita. There's no Lumen. There's no nothing. It's just Dexter. So it really is like season one. Like here we are again. Um, Isn't this epi- the season where the cover photo was him like praying? Yes. Or yes. Like and that, and, right? and the, it looks like the blood spatter is like wings. Like angel. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. yeah. yeah. Um, so I wanted to mention that. To get into this episode, and guys, I we are try, we are finding our footing, so forgive us. What I wanted to kind of do is like every time we sort of like move into another part of the discussion or topic, I sort of wanted to do a just like to kind of connote we're we're moving on. Um, 
uh, and me and Colton, we have bullet points that we're sort of trying to like shoehorn everything into. We're trying to do like five an episode. Um, mm-hmm. The first part that we want to talk about is Dexter, the return of like season six. And, and I kind of, yes. it's something I said so many times is every season, everything sort of resets. Um, nothing really carries over into the next season. And uh, when I was doing my season six notes before I said I was going to end the podcast, um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, you could almost watch season six brand new. Like you wouldn't even have to know anything. That's how much it's like, like everything's reset. Cause like, there's no, there's no seasons one through five in this, in this season. I know once we get to the ice truck killer stuff, but, um, I just feel like it's such a reset. You're saying that. And I didn't even realize that. Um, this episode, now that you're saying that, that's actually making some sense to me because no, there's no mention of Rita. Dexter has a son. That's all you know. Um, there's no mention to Rita. There's no mention to the Ice Truck Killer in this one. There's no mention to Trinity. There's no mention in... I mean, you, yeah, that's a really good point. I did not even realize that. Um, yeah. There's no mention and, to Lumen. Um, yeah. Lumen never. Lumen gets one mention in season seven. It's a throwaway line. Uh, we mentioned. Oh, wow. We mentioned. So we we are done with Rita, Lumen, and Jordan Chase. Sort of the season. Obviously, all the villains from season one through five. But and then we have our new characters. Um, there's actually. Uh, I think his real name is Billy Brown. The the black guy who comes in. I forget what his name is. Dokes two point Yeah, Dokes. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys will you, you you'll find the theme here. Um, <laughs> damn it! See, I have to be quicker on this. <laughs> um, and then we insert. Uh, I believe her real name is Jamie Garcia, which is uh, Batista's sister, Amy Batista. And then we obviously mm-hmm. get Colin Hanks, which you don't know his name at this point. Wow, something I should have mentioned in the beginning. Uh, we're doing spoilers. We're not gonna, you know, we're. Colton's already watched five episodes and he may accidentally bring up something that happened later. Uh, if, if you're someone who this is your first time listening, uh, definitely watch the series and come back because it's way too hard to not pretend like we don't know at the end of the season, Dexter yeah. gets caught. <laughs> like, I don't want to play that game anymore. Um, so uh, again, so and then yeah. we have uh, what they will eventually be labeled is DDK, the Doomsday Killers, Travis Marshall as uh, played by Colin Hanks and uh professor wow what's his name oh, professor what I, I, I honestly don't i don't don't even get me to, i i think professor, I said, I geller, the- geller, professor geller like okay. friends yep um he's played by edward james almost i think that's the only new characters this season which i was really surprised to not to run off too much i was really surprised the show has gotten really good actors this is one thing i wanted to mention i forgot to mes- message you about it um because colin hanks was somewhat popular at this time but not like insanely famous but the fact that they got edward james almost to be in this was kind of a surprise to me because even me watching it at when i remember when i did i was like holy shit like this is a big actor that they got like i mean they've gotten big actors in the past you know john lithgow and things like that but something about them getting him actually threw me off just a little bit like in a good way where i was just like oh like this is like good like they're really reaching out there to get like a broad spectrum of of types of actors to be in this yeah um i would love to talk once we get towards the end of the season i think they absolutely waste edward james almost because i'm with you yeah yeah they do um 
Uh, so I, I brought all that up. Uh, I think it is funny when uh, Amy Batista shows up and she's wearing, I mean, she's a pretty girl and she shows up like obviously in a skimpy outfit and Dexter's like, I, I want to ask you something. So Dexter goes, it's not what you think because you automatically think like that's his new side piece. Right. And then Batista shows up and he's like, it's really not what you think. <laughs> what do you think he's referring to there? Okay. That was, I actually, <laughs> That was weird to me because <laughs> he's breaking he's he's he he's broken the third wall before, but something about this one he really broke the third wall. Like he broke it twice in one moment. One, um, I didn't know. I didn't honestly didn't know what to accept when he said like it, it's. Not, I honestly what I thought it was is I thought that it was Angel, and I thought it was Angel was living with him. And he had this young girl that he was dating and Dexter's like stuck because he's a nice guy to angel. He can't like tell him. No, I, that was all I could think of, which kind of like angel was sleeping with this Amy Batista. Yeah. Well, but I didn't know her name was Batista at the time, obviously. No, And I don't think you do. Cause I think like the next line is like, you know, Batista lays it all out for like, he's talking to Dexter, but it's really for the audience. Like, Oh, Hey, isn't it great? You bought the apartment next door. And now you can go in and out whenever you want. Like he's really talking to us, the audience. Right. Um, okay. I guess that makes sense that like he's letting Batista kind of do his thing with this young chick at his apartment. That's what I was. That's what I was okay. first thinking. Like literally. And then I get shot down like two seconds later. But right. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't even pick that up. Um, so th- the season sort of opens up and it's just like Dexter's in trouble. And you kind of find out it's called like a ploy just to get these two guys. You brought up something about the way he takes them out in the beginning. Yeah. So when I watched it, um, watching it through the the podcast podcast eyes, it, it was weird to me. So when he kills two people, which is kind of strange, um, that even to put the fantasy out there and stuff like that, you know, let's we understand this is Miami and Dexter universe, so he can't get caught. I get it. Um, but it was two people, which I thought was kind of strange. I don't think he's ever done that before, other than he did have the couple with the um, that were the like cu- with the, the Cuban Cubans. immigrants. Yeah, yeah. So, but this was two like it wasn't a husband and wife trio. I don't know. It seemed a little strange. But the fact that how he killed them was also very strange. We've seen him strangle. We've obviously seen him stab. We've seen him slit throats and things like that. But the method of using the um i can't think of what they're called the ekg EKG, yeah okay the ekg devices on them that was very strange to me um i didn't dislike it it wasn't like a oh they're changing dexter too much or something like that it was just very strange to see him kill somebody that way it was this is gonna be kind of it was clean it was Mm -hmm, a very mm -hmm. clean yeah yeah, that's 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 a good point something there's two things here i want to bring up one the way dexter M99s them for lack of a better term when he puts the syringe. Mm-hmm. Um, even the way they're using so the Dexter score is always the same and it'll change and it'll have variations. If you go back and listen, and I actually think it's I'm gonna make it the season six intro, like the the music piece, it's very superhero esque. You got a picture. Yeah. This is 2011 where the superhero boom is really like we're getting three, four Marvel movies a year um batman had just ended but like superheroes are on the rise right yeah um and the way they they hit that music and the way and this doesn't help for you people at home listening but i'm gonna do it to colton on on camera when he does this that's such a superhero 
that's very Wolverine. Like exter- when Wolverine does that like every but time. Literally, like, and he gets like both. Like you know, it's like it's very superhero. And I thought that's yeah. what, that's what you were going for. Something I'm going to try out here with the soundboard, dude. Do you realize? And I'm going to try not to nitpick, but this was one thing I could not bypass. Anything? Do you have to think about? what why he's killing these guys or did you not even like pick up on like what he's doing because it really doesn't matter it's just that he's killing them i i I didn't pick up no stop have a time dude we're talking about a body organ selling ring dexter uncovered (laughs) that is way bigger than anything that happened in this eight seasons and it's just it just mentioned, and it's like well, now we're at we're Dexter's new apartment. I wish I you could screenshot my face right now. Like, I'm like, <laughs> no, Dex- I know. If you, and again, again, here, here's what's important. And this is why, like, we can't nitpick too much. It was not about the body organ ring, it's about Dexter's back, and he's killing two people and Dexter's back, you know? Um, but I was like, yo, Dexter just uncovered a fucking body selling parts ring, and they just and they just like go. That's crazy to me, man. I thought he was, uh, let- I thought they were letting people die because they were lazy. I think they are, but I think they were selling the body parts so they can get like money. Oh, I literally thought he was just like I thought he you know, was like mad at them because they were like they were like going like you know like they're like EMS people they get like called out it's like a crackhead or whatever a heroin addict and they're like well, this person doesn't care like about their life why should I care and they just let him die I never thought about it now that you're saying that I'm like oh because he says something about getting paid I know that's when I was like My oh mind's okay. Blown. You could have a whole season right there, but again, it's not about that. It's about right, Dexter's right, right. back and he's killing two people. And then in terms to um, – I, I, I guess we could sort of shoehorn it in here. We're talking about like changes to the season and like the, the, the sort of format to the sh- – they're not really changing the format, but you know, w- what's new in season six? So I wanted to move on to the bullet point about mm-hmm. Quinn proposing to Deb. Yes. Um, just the idea that – uh, see, you're already on episode five, and I actually thought it happens this episode. It's the next one. De- Deb eventually moves up to captain, right? Yes. No, no, not captain. Yeah, yeah. Le- no, what, what's LaGuardia? No, lieutenant. 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 Uh, is captain, uh, lieutenant. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something that we'll, we'll, we'll sort of develop over the next few episodes. Um, and, and there's something with Matthews that sort of gets teased here and brings up later on. Uh, um I will, yeah, the, the the madams. I think she said like madam, whatever. Uh, yeah. Before we get to the actual proposals, do you have anything on on the Laguerta uh, Matthews thing? Because it's really quick and it's and, no. and and sort of the idea of keeping the podcast short. We don't have to make something out of nothing if we both don't have anything. It's, it's, this is the same thing that has been shown from season one. Laguerta plays politics. Like I mean, this yep. is like all the way to politics. the top. That's, that's it. There you go. Uh, so when Deb and Quinn go to dinner. Uh, well, I, I guess there's the scene where Quinn wants to talk to her and she's like, did you buy a fucking new TV? And it's like, no, um, Deb absolutely seems like the type of woman who is always talking work. I have her even talking oh. about work, like in the bedroom. Yeah. Like, like he, Quinn's trying to get intimate and she's like, oh my God, we got to do an arrest on that, uh, on that new drug deal on 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 bay street or whatever like <laughs> if it was up to her she would literally sleep at her desk and oh, then 1, wake up change 
if there was a shower and a in a gym in Miami Dade Metro, she would be she would never leave. <laughs> that's all it is. She's that type of and I mean, congratulations to her, but that's who she is, a hundred percent. Yeah, I I guess it makes a good cop. Like you know. I guess that I would never want to date. I guess maybe date, marry that. No. And I'm not talking about that as in Jennifer Carpenter. I'm meaning like a person who's so obsessed with their work that like, you know, um, we, we, when Quinn goes to the bathroom, we see he's like trying to like figure out how to propose to Deb. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I really wanted to add to this, uh, and I have one other side note, is um, realizing how sometimes I will knock on Dexter for like having lazy storylines. This Quinn proposing to Deb and the LaGuerta and Matthew stuff all really ties in together pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 one of those things. There's like three stories that don't seem connected at all. And like towards the end, they all seem they all get like really yeah, good uh tight connected and whatnot, you know. I like it. It's um well one, I I do like how it starts to become connected. It's the same thing with Angel where you don't think that he's going to be really involved in all of a sudden he's it, his storyline even starts to become connected. Um but um I also like it because in 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 realistically watching it I'm like, you know what? Deb and Quinn getting together and especially Quinn going for her, especially wanting to marry and stuff like that, it's a realistic thing I can see happening. You know, like if all of a sudden out of nowhere Batista was like, I'm going to propose to Deb. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, like something like that. Cause to, to, uh, to be fair, the whole Batista and LaGuardia thing was always really weird to me. I didn't quite understand that. Um, but this relationship, I actually see, I'm like, no, this is like, I can see this happening. It's two cops that are at the same level. Like they have the same kind of personalities and stuff like that. It, to me, it makes sense. And then him getting nervous about it because he would, I mean, one, I know I was insanely nervous whenever I was set to propose. Um, but him, you know, he's, you know, the, he's always come off as like the playboy lifestyle and stuff like that. Him getting ex- it, like one, him proposing alone is kind of an out there thing, but then getting like super nervous about it. It was, I liked watching that. That was actually like good storytelling for this. Yeah. And, and it would make sense. Like his proposal got, gets interrupted by, like you know a shooter walking in i was gonna ask that so does that happen a lot in miami like there's gunfights at random like restaurants all the time it's it's i mean when i proposed to marissa there was literally gunfight and i didn't even hear her say yes some bullshit Um, i went to your bachelor party we didn't get shot at once (laughs) colton was wearing a kevlar vest during my bachelor party uh the last note i wanted to add to this was that this shooting actually uh plays a role in season eight I I, I kind of like that you don't have a good memory in terms like for this My show. My eyes because, got so big. I like it does. <laughs> yeah, it, it plays a very small role, and and hopefully, um, in season eight, you'll 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 remember like oh okay. yeah, it does come back. Uh, anything else? All hundred percent do it. <laughs> um, anything to add to to any of this before we uh move on? No, not until next next episode. Right. Right. Okay. Um, so with that being said, we can sort of move to Dexter and religion. This is my favorite Um, topic. This is obviously, it's kind of what the season is about. Um, I guess I'll sort of set up what's happening here. Dexter is bringing Harrison to his preschool interview here. Um, and I, I I guess I want to mention, did you ever watch the wire? I didn't. I know I need to, I didn't. The the sister here who's at the preschool, she plays uh, Brianna Barksdale. Um, 
that's really all I have to start here. I know there's a conversation with Deb, but I'll sort of let you take the lead. Um, okay. I, and I have I have the sound clip of what Dexter, <laughs> what he essentially believes in, in terms of religion. If you want me to play that, to, to and we can go off that unless you have something else. No, go ahead and play it because I think I might, I, I want to add on to that actually. What you said in there, do you really believe that? You really believe in nothing? Yeah, I suppose I believe in a certain set of principles. What kind of principles? Well, a set of rules on how to conduct myself in the world so that I don't get into trouble. I'm not the most religious person in the world. Mom practically had to drag me to church, but seriously? What? A set of rules to follow so you don't get in trouble? Sounds like something I might teach a puppy. Go ahead. Oh, oh. Um. So, I really. So, okay. This is gonna be kind of a weird little like side note on this. So, um, I'm not like kind of to going off Deb on that. I'm not a particularly religious person. Um, I used to be though. I used to be pretty not like hardcore religious, but like I used to have a really big like a like a spirituality Christian based. Um, I I still consider myself religious Christian based, but um, a the watching this was always kind of like, I actually kind of like it because um, one watching this, it, it was always, it was funny. I remember watching it live and then watching it again, it brought it back up when Dexter's first going in, he's doing a tour of the school and stuff like that. And then the nun is talking to him and she's like, Oh, are you Catholic? And he's like, no. And I was like, okay, whatever. But then like when she finds out, essentially he's atheist and she's like got this like mortified look i was like really you've never met an atheist before like <laughs> like how do you have that look like some of my best friends are atheists like how can you sit there and have especially as a nun you can't tell me that there's a nun out there that's not had a discussion with an atheist like there's come on like it, it, i don't know that part was really kind of strange to me <laughs> um but the whole um the whole religious thing in this i really like cuz the whole episode is I really like the arc of religion because as a story and that's what I'm saying, like as a story, the end times um, forcing it and stuff like that, I, I always find it very fascinating. It's always to me, that's one of the most fascinating. I mean, it's, it's led to some of the like, like most out there, um, you know, cults and like religious sects and things like that. Um, I, I was mentioning to you, I myself, I actually have a religious tattoos. Like I have on one ankle, the alpha emblem. And on the other ankle, I have the omega emblem. Um, the, the reason I have mine is one of my favorite Bible verses is um, it's the, I'm the alpha and the omega, the now, the end, the beginning of the end, um, the now and the always. <clears throat> I just always thought that was a really cool Bible verse. It always kind of brought comfort to me because if you're looking at God from that perspective, he's there always he's no matter whether you're hurting or are hurting you're in pain not in pain he's always there it for whatever reason it brought a comfort to me and i think in the aspect of this show when you look at it from that perspective dexter kind of also has that same comfort he doesn't necessarily believe he not necessarily he doesn't believe in a god he believes in these rules and stuff like that but i think that this never-ending thing is bringing him comfort in a way and i think he's kind of starts wondering that which I like, I think that that's kind of a neat perspective to this from somebody like him. That's this calculating person, this, um, very facts based. Um, and obviously that's going to become a bigger, um, um, storyline as we go a little bit further, whenever we have common come in and it is common, right? Uh, most stuff. 
most deaf. <laughs> Why did as I say common? Um, sorry, most deaf uh, comes in. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's that's kind of where I'm I'm at on it. I I like it personally because it's. I don't know. I, I don't think they make fun of religion in this. I don't think that they harp on religion as a negative thing necessarily. Um, but they also show a critical side to it, which I really appreciate. So something that we always have to remember is that Dexter mentally is very, I don't even want to say immature. He's just young. Yes. So the the way, I mean, literally like Deb says it and it's sort of like Dexter kind of showing a little bit is like do you believe in like just do good things so bad stuff doesn't happen to you like that's the way that's the way child that's the way religion is taught to a child like right you do good stuff so god doesn't punish like god doesn't punish you or whatever um it's so it's like dexter thinks because even later in the episode when he has a conversation with batista and batista's just like and it's funny because Oh God, I don't want to say this to offend anyone religious or anything, right? But like religion takes a certain type of faith. You have to believe mm-hmm. in a complete unintangible, un- you just have to have faith in something. And that's what yeah. religion is based on because there we can't see God. We don't know God exists. It's just, you have to believe it and different people have to, Sorry. Uh, what happened? Astro's lost. Sorry. Oh, Damn. Not going to the World Series. Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> is Tampa Bay going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that game, so, is congratulations. That game seven? Yeah, it was Game Seven. <laughs> why? Why are you saying congratulations? <laughs> oh, Florida. Oh, oh, that's not that's not really Florida. That's we don't. It's oh, South yeah, Florida. That's West, that's West Side. <laughs> yeah, that's that's West Northwest. That's West Northwest Side out of here with that. <laughs> um, if you're if you're from Tampa, you're not a part of Florida. Um, <laughs> The way Batista, the way Dexter and Batista have that conversation and Dexter's just like, Batista's saying all this stuff and then Dexter's like, how do we even know there is a God? And Batista just doesn't even, how do you, if you're having that kind of conversation with a 40, I guess Dexter's 38 here. Okay. Um, how, that, that's such an odd conversation to have, but Dexter just looks at it like from the blankest child state of mind. Like That's true. So if like I do good things, God, and, and like even like, and we'll get into it later when he's talking when he's about to kill Joe Walker, he's like, you know, oh if I, if I kill you, God forgives me because He forgives everyone. He's like, no, 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 but not if you kill me. But he's like, literally, you just said that, like you know. Um, so I just love how the blank slate of Dexter's mind is, where it's like he can't even grasp religion because you have to have a certain maturity to take that leap of faith into religion. Um, I agree. That, uh, yeah, that's only that's the only thing I really have because it, it, this is this whole episode is like setting up for later things. Um, and we get like in the now with the high school reunion, but uh, that's kind of all I really have on the religious front. And I guess as we go further into this season, we have I'll have more to say about it. But that's kind of all I have for it. Yeah, for right now, that's all I have. Like I said, um, definitely I'm gonna have more to say on it. I just. I really, I really like the religious aspect aspect of this series, and maybe that's why I like this season so much is because of the complexity of that portion of it. And like I said, as it goes on, I may also be like, "Oh man, fuck this season!" Like, but right now, yeah, I like it. So, sort of the storyline of uh, episode one is Dexter returns to high school. We have a high school reunion. 
and in very much way Dexter would do. It's not even about the high school reunion. It's not about getting laid, as Deb says. It's more about stalking this kill. Um, I will allow everything that Dexter is able from his computer figure out who killed her without having done any of the actual work. But <laughs> um, I am going to jump to when we realize Dexter has to get a sample of Joe Walker's blood in order to like match the blood to whatever. Okay. They show that ring like 40 times in this scene and like the little sharpened thing he has on it. Yeah. Bro, they, I'm telling you, they show it like they show it at least they just cut to it so many times and it doesn't even work. <laughs> That's just a waste. It was a way, but not only that, I was actually, when I was watching them do that and I was like, okay, this is how he's going to, I was like, what is he going to like? How is that going to work then? So he goes to like shake his hand or something and he cuts him. What's it? What's he going to be like, bro? Are you wearing a weapon? Like, how is this? Like it, none like, of it made any sense. Like literally like, Hey bro. <laughs> I just got cut shaking your hand. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you wearing? What is this? Is this a knife ring? Like, I did not like, understand what's that. What's going on? Um, so many other ways he could have gotten a blood sample. I want to say, and I'm putting this out there as sort of, this is my pocket aces for the eight seasons of Dexter. And if anyone out there wants to um, challenge my pocket aces, the most adorable moment of the Dexter show is Dexter doing the hammer time dance and all that. <laughs> when he gets dragged onto the floor, that is, I guess it is, uh, 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 in the end, it's Michael C. Hall. But just knowing like it's Dexter and being so out to lunch of just being like, oh, I don't, I have, I don't know what hammer time is. And I don't like, even know how to do this. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, I just found that so adorable with him dancing and just trying to, like, fit in, like, being, like, the awkward dad dancing, you know. But um, it's just, like, he eventually, it's what you're saying, like, he kind of gets to the point where he's just like, you know what, I don't care. I'm going to start turning yeah, in circles. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's in the hammer time <laughs> yeah. dance, you know. It was, he didn't care, which was kind of cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Anything before we get to, which is probably the, the, the peak moment of this show, and that's Dexter. Getting fellatio. <laughs> no, nothing, <laughs> nothing on my end. Other than I sent you a message on it. Um, was did you, have you gone to a high school reunion? Oh, that's a, um. So my high school reunion. What I graduate in two thousand three. You're two thousand three, also, right? Uh, four. I'm oh four. Oh, so you're you're younger than me. I was the oldest. What month in my is class. your birthday? May 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 of uh, uh what eighty five. I would have loved if you said my Husker reunion was I graduated in 16. Um no. <laughs> I was one of the oh, I was funny. one of the oldest in my class. Yeah. But you're, I, you're I, 1985. Yeah, I'm 85, yeah. What what month? May. That's weird. I have so, so many people. Okay. Okay. This Colton is a got weird, left back. Colton no, got this left is, back. I didn't. This is a weird kind of little like complex thing. So Okay, so I originally went to school in Oklahoma. I always hate telling this story. I, I went to school in Oklahoma when I was younger, right? And Oklahoma has a, another grade that other states don't. I don't know if they still have this or not, but there used to be kindergarten, and then there was T1, and then there was first grade. And if you were at a certain age when you went into kindergarten, you went to T – sorry, not T1, T1st. You went to T1st. 
well, parents that didn't want their kids to go to T-First because all T-First did, it was just a continuation of kindergarten. You didn't learn anything new. It was literally the same thing as kindergarten. And so what most parents did was they were like, I don't want my kid to go to T-First. Like it's just him literally them in learning the exact same thing again as kindergarten. So a lot of parents would hold their kids back and um, they would not let them go into kindergarten until the following year. So they were older. So in Oklahoma, I was the youngest kid in my class. Yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird. And so then I moved to Texas whenever I'm 10 uh, with my family and stuff like that. And all of a sudden I'm the oldest kid. So yeah, it is, it was weird. Um, so you're 2004. So, uh, um, so then you're, I, to answer your question, no, we jokingly, the people, people I went to high school with, we joke about like, I always, what my joke is, I keep telling other people that other people in our grade is actually organizing it to, and to message them. So I'll just be like, Hey, Joe's actually collecting money, like message him on Facebook. He's doing it. So these people will message Joe and he Joe's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And he'll message me like, hey, stop telling people I'm organizing the high school reunion. Um, no, we, we we kind of all hated our high school. So like, no, there's I, I doubt there's going to be every, any reunion. If it is, it's going to be like uh, um, fan built. Uh, I don't know what that crowdsource from like the actual people. Um, OK, did you? Yeah. Um, what, so, like 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. Um, so. Another funny story on this one. So 10 years, um, f- girl I uh, knew in high school starts planning a 10-year high school reunion. We were going to do it. I'm from a r- really small rural town in Texas, right? And um, they were originally going to do it at uh, – I think it was like a restaurant or maybe like the um, like a community center, I think, in, in – Brown- in, I'm a re- okay, I'll say the name. I don't care. It's a little town called Brownwood. Um, there were a convention center, something like that. Well, Brownwood, um, yeah, shout out. So, um, the cost got to a certain point, and they were like, Well, we're not gonna do this, we can't afford it. So, then another person came in and was like, Well, we can do it at my family's land. And I was like, Well, now that you were doing it at your family's house, this is kind of getting a little weird, right? Well, then they were asking, I can't remember how much money we had to chip in to do it. But then when they were doing that, they were like, oh, well, there's no alcohol allowed. Mind you, Central Texas, alcohol is still kind of like a little taboo. Like it was a dry county. You couldn't even buy alcohol. It's a Bible Belt, Southern Baptist and stuff like that. So they were like, we really don't want alcohol, but we'll do sodas. And I was like, fuck that. I was like, if I'm going to go and hang out with people I knew in high school, I'm going to get drunk. Like I at least want to like get the edge off. Right. So this group of people I hung out with in band and a couple other classes, we all were like, I don't want to hang out with these assholes. Like we want to have a couple drinks. So there was a group of 20 of us. We chipped in money, got together and we had our own high school reunion at the lake. Yeah. And we had alcohol and we did burgers and stuff like that. It was so much fun. That's cool. But it was like a group of like actual people I knew. Like these were people I played in band with. I was in debate and drama and stuff like that. It was like so much fun. But it wasn't a big thing. Like it was not like what this was and stuff like that. So. Oh, that's cool. I kind of envy that. Like I wish I wish I imagine at some point, but I don't know. where, Where I grew up in New York is so. It's so right now like a uh, pol- politically diverse, so there's like a lot of like some people hate each other, some people don't. Um, That's sad. More so, um, 
So I, I want to talk about this. Do you have anything about this Dexter getting fellatio scene? Because there's something that I realized the first time ever, and I know, always know the scene's coming. Um, but there's something I sort of caught caught my eye about it. Other than it's just it's just kind of out there for me. I, I just always remember when I very first watched, I was like, "This is kind of different." I wasn't expecting this, but other than that, no. I started thinking about, and I'm gonna try and get her name as while well I'm doing this. So you have to think about the way they cast these shows, right? Um, this woman, her, she literally comes onto the episode, does like a Skinamax soft core porn, like, "Hey, I'm the high school." Gives Dexter fellatio, and that's it. Like she rolls off the set, and she even like shows. She like, gets naked. It's so, like so she what? does a titty scene. Yeah, and it's like I'm I'm not I'm not like no f- fucking super feminist or anything like that. Like I'm not like they can't be on screen naked. It just made me think of like her role in that episode was literally just like be like the porn star, give the main character a blowjob and leave. <laughs> now it ends up about that. I know, and it's not it's not like we don't we're not. Her name is Kristen Miller, so forgive me, Kristen Miller. Um, Get her on the podcast. I, <laughs> uh, it just—it just made me realize for some reason, like, wow, that's like kind of a shitty thing for her to get casted for. That leads to something that it is so bad, and I think I, I mentioned this so many times in season five. And it—I don't know how the show got it so wrong. Texting. It is so incredibly bad that it's like, how how are you guys better at this? Oh, my God. Because you and Marissa talked about this the last couple seasons, and it's still to this date it, in this season. It still looks fake. It's like, if so you were to make bad. a fake text message, this is what it would look like. It would look better. If you tried to make it fake, it would look better. Like yes, it's, so, it's so bad. Um, Can you imagine uh, if that's what texting really looked like? I mean, in that- season five, they had like accept delete on like huge on like text <laughs> messages. It was so bad. Would, if talking, this is how texting really looked, I would never text. And it's, like, 2000, it's 2011. So I think the iPhone 4 is out. And the iPhone 4 is like like the text message screen looks very similar to what we have pretty now. sure i could send messages like with like photos and stuff like that at oh that no point. absolutely in 2011 sure and it this just looks like terrible 2000 and 2000 texting um i, I want to just mention that the the kill scene with dexter and joe walker i really like and we get like the little callback tie-in with like hammer time and mm-hmm. dexter just smashing that guy's face in um I just thought it was like a well done scene. Like sometimes the kill scene, the kill rooms are like sort of whatever. Uh, I, I I I guess I don't have anything else to add to the topic besides like I just enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. I liked it. I like. I thought it was cool. Like what you were saying. Uh, my the thing I actually thought was neat when they were doing it is he kills him on top of a scoreboard. I thought that was kind of yeah, cool. yeah that was cool. The yeah, lights really, and stuff like really, that. It just, yeah. I don't know. It made it like it, I don't know. It added something to it. It was really neat. To bring up the last topic, um, I mean, I'm labeling it as DDK, beside, but they are not the DDK yet. Obviously, uh, um, our villains for this season, Travis Marshall and Professor Geller. Um, we can bring it up later. Do you know the meaning behind the seven snakes? Uh, what is it? Um, a serpent came out of the water with the seven uh, with seven heads 
or something like that. But like, what's the meat? Is that like betrayal or like? Oh, it's dude. It's revelations. I don't know what the fuck is in that book. Okay, so I I always say some of the, part of the reason why I kind of didn't want to do this season is I knew I would have put a had a, had to put a lot of research into all the tableaus because this season gets crazy with the shit uh, DDK does with like yeah. fucking heads on horses and shit um all right so that's something in my free time during the week uh, i'll eventually get to to maybe you know sort of the reason why sometimes you listen to a podcast is so like someone can do the work for you and that would be <laughs> us here like you know just kind if of anybody put- out here is a re- expert in um revelations then <laughs> yeah <laughs> um <laughs> two things i want to mention so colin colin marshall oh god I'm talking to Colton too much. Travis Marshall, <laughs> he disembowels this fucking Omar Rivera. And yes. I don't have as much knowledge on the human body as like probably medical students do or doctors yeah, and whatnot. Mean. But you cannot disembowel someone and make it look like you spilt your bottle of water. There would be so much blood. And that is such a gruesome task to actually do, like to actually disembowel someone and take their intestines out takes so much physical work and probably like one of the sharpest knives you had ever had to have. It's not like if you cut your stomach open, your just intestines fall out. That shit is all tucked into your body. Um, oh, really? It just wouldn't. And it would be so much. It would look like Travis Marshall and this Omar Rivera got into a huge blood fight if he actually did take his organs out like the way the show portrays. And again, I don't want to mention it too much because I don't want to like start repeating ourselves. We know this is a heightened reality, Dexter, the show. Yeah. Um, but just just to let you know, like they are, they took like the fast the the fast track there. Um, hmm. The the two thing two things I have left is when Dexter. So the scene when they open up the Omar Vera's stomach and the snakes are coming out, Dexter sort of goes off to the side and he's like realizing that this is not an amateur. This is someone who's like a professional for lack of a better term. Right. That, that is when they hit all the season one sounds and tones. And that's when I was like, Oh wow, they're really pulling for that season one vibe. Um, Yes. And the other thing I have is I don't know what alpha and Omega means. Um, do you, I what well, the actual okay, and this is gonna make me sound like a douchebag. Well, 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 let me say, but so. but you but you know, like you could at least explain it to someone. Yeah, so um, alpha means um, beginning, omega means end. Now, um, what other the, the other meaning behind it, like an actual definition? That's all I know of is it means alpha means beginning, uh, omega means end, and that's where it becomes in because. Um, God, and I wish I could remember the actual verse in the Bible. I used to know it, it by heart, but it was um, God considers himself Alpha and Omega. He is the, the beginning and the end, the now and the always. And so um, that's what that means. So when they're together, it basically represents what God is. It's 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 infinite. God is he's he's always 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 was always will be. Basic is essentially what that means. Uh, and I think I think that gets mentioned more in the next few episodes, right? I think. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. Okay, so then I, I guess that's something I'll have to do in my spare time is trying to f- try to understand. And if I'm wrong on that, more. please correct me because then my tattoos need to have be removed. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
so that's kind of all I have on the episode. I, I didn't even want to touch on the um, Masuka stuff with the students because it'll play a bigger role in the next few episodes. Yeah. This is just kind of like an introduction to it. Um, all that being said, that's all I have for this episode, unless you have anything. No, I don't have anything else. All right. Um, we're going to close out this first episode and we will speak to you. I don't know when next week. I don't know. It'll be we're trying to do these somewhat fast. Um, and then the next episode is titled Once Upon a Time. If you got nothing else to say, we can close out. Uh, no, can't wait. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Stop. Have a time.